So basically, rules only gym feel like you're clean. So to this day, I'll as a get, world time, yeah, as a as world other champion. champion. Yeah. I was like, what more do I need to do to like not clean? But it, it teaches the younger um, guys coming under you that respect. You know, yeah, respect. Yeah. Um, I know that you're not bigger than the gym. I don't believe they should use the death of someone's parents or no. any, anyone to, to sell fights. There's no, yeah. there's no substance. Yeah, there's there, there, nothing in it. Not where they draw the line. Just like just, it shows up what what type of person he is. You know, he's just like a scumbag. My aim now is to be the best of all time. Right. Right now is is GSP. His name is Justin Pierre. Um, he's the best water of all time, in my opinion. So I'd like to be all his record. This is up front with me, Simon Jordan. I believe there are a lot of vacuous, uninformed, unchallenged opinions out there. I want to get to the bottom line and cut through the nonsense. So with this podcast with William Hill, I'm going to get people with strong views who think they can stand them up to proper scrutiny. There's a good chance I might learn something along the way. And more importantly, so might you. Joining me in today's episode is one of just three UFC champions born out of the UK. He overcame violence in Jamaica and gang life in Birmingham before finding the octagon. His success came to the fore, winning the welterweight title versus Kamara Usman in 2022, with two successful defences since then. A man who hasn't tasted defeat in nine years. Leon Edwards, welcome to Upfront. That sounds good. Nice to <laughs> see you. Great, nice to see great you. Great introduction. Um, what we do when we're having these shows is we, we talk about the background of you and the things that made you and the things that brought you into the position that you're in. Yeah. But in this one, because a lot of the interviews that we've done about combat sports have been with boxing, and I have a real predilection to boxing, Yeah. and less so with MMA. So my views on it have been sort of well-documented and smacked around by Molly McCann about the fact that I'm, I struggle with the sport and struggle to understand it and struggle yeah. to get the value of it or to appreciate the fineries and peculiarities of it, because I've always, in the times that I've been to see it, I went to see it, I think in 2008. Yeah. And that may be very early. It may have morphed a very, lot yeah, then. Yeah. And, and I remember going there and Nuts Magazine was sponsoring it. Yeah. And the whole auditorium <laughs> was a certain kind of, kind of feel. So when you hear someone sort of like me say, yeah, I love combat sports. Don't really appreciate MMA. Don't really look at it from the point of view of having a great deal of value of it. Find it, overly brutal and um the the wrestling component of it kind of changes the optics for me and the whole octagon and the sort of environment <laughs> where it's almost like nero says thumbs yeah. down <laughs> so talk to me about it um i think for um for me i got from my part of view just like it's changed my life you know i think yeah. like most people got the same kind of uh, like views as you do my mom certainly does you know she thinks it's a it's a it's a hard sport and it is so is boxing so is any other sport that you that you 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 want to do you know but um like i said for me i, I feel like it's truly changed my life is i've gone on a, a bad path in my life yeah mma like dragged me out of it and uh, now I'm, I'm able to come world champion now and but like i said it is a it is brutal but it feels to me that it doesn't get the respect and kudos. Yeah, definitely not. That definitely clearly, not. that yeah. if you're getting two and a half million pay per views yeah. Yeah. on a fight, which you've got, I think, with um, Conor McGregor yeah. and Khabib, yeah. I don't think boxing's get those sort of numbers. No, definitely not. Definitely and not. it's got this real feel of a sport that's growing. Do you think it gets the sport and then the cachet that it should get um, as a result of it? No, I, I don't. I don't. I think it's like an old school mentality, right? Like you say, like Nox Magazine was sponsoring it back in the day and. Um, it was like no rules back in like the first UFC one. It was like no rules and you hitting the balls and stuff. And yeah. now it's been so like modernized and um, 
you, you now got, got people that can like use it to change their life. You know, you know, got people like Conor McGregor, for example, that is easily crossing over to casual audience, and um, the kids now love it. My my son does it. You know, I think it's a, it's a brilliant um, way for little boys, little girls to to especially jiu-jitsu. You can use jiu-jitsu with no head contact, so you're not taking no brain damage. Um, you just going there, rolling, getting about, and so I think it's, it's a brilliant. Um, Mixture of martial arts. Is, is, is. Why do you think then, if it's if it's cutting through, because yeah. it's not cutting through so much in the mainstream. It's yeah. cutting cutting through digitally, isn't it? Yeah. I think I think slowly it is. It's is going it? through slowly. In America, it's massive. You know, right. I think it's, it's more like the, the British um, for some reason. Audience yeah, taking yeah, time audience to get there. taking time to, to get to it, but yeah. it's, it's slowly slowly getting there. You know, I think like I said, like loads of the kids now that I know are going into mixed martial arts more than they are boxing. When I was young, why do you think that? Every is? little boy wanted to do boxing. You know, yeah. um, I think just more there's different martial arts, right? If you get bored of like one. Let's, for example, I get bored of doing kickboxing. I can go and do jiu-jitsu. If you want to get bored of jiu-jitsu, you can go and do wrestling. So I think it keeps your brain more busy and active, right. more just like being by yourself in the gym, in the boxing gym, just sparring, hitting pads and, and um, running. You know, I feel like in mixed martial arts, it's kind of like a team sport. You need like a team to train. You need like mm -hmm. a jiu-jitsu partner. You need a wrestling partner. You need a, right, because so, it's multi-discipline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's multi-discipline. So I feel like even though it's a singular sport when you're competing, when you're training for a fight or uh, if, you, if you're training, it's like uh, the mats is like 50 people on the mats at, the mo at one time doing right. the same exact thing you're doing. So I think it's like a team thing that keeps kids more engaged, you know, and um, there's different cultures, different people that you're mixing with on the mats and mm -hmm. it's all about like bowing and shaking hands after you, you, yeah. you finish. So, so respect. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I feel like that's why the kids are more drawn to it, you know. Do you think it's why. more brutal, Leon? Do you think do you, um, when you look at the two disciplines? I don't. You don't. As far as um, brain damage, if that's what you're going for, you know, I feel I've, uh, not not really because I feel like we've got a lot more grappling involved. Not right. yet. Out of the boxing, you only, you only can hit the head or the body. You know, so it's a lot of damage you're taking. As far as like getting punched on your body on on your head with mm. mixed martial arts, you can you do get punched and kick, <laughs> but you also got um, uh, grappling involved. We should not get hit in the head. You got jujitsu involved. You're not getting hit, get hit in the head. So, because it's interesting, it's, because a mate of yours, yeah, uh, Darren Till, yeah, um, he thinks that it is more brutal. Yeah, um, his uh, his observation was: if you ask me, which is harder to fight, boxing or MMA, I think it's boxing because you've got twelve rounds of constant punches to the head. Yeah. And then he goes on to say MMA is a sport to train for is just so effing yeah, yeah. brutal. Yeah. But but you guys fight in, in, in the stage that you're now in your career, you fight five five minute five rounds. Five fives, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still pretty extreme. Twenty five minutes, yeah, hundred percent. It's definitely like I said, it's a it's a lot of damage, you know, but you're not using as much as you're not taking as much headshots. Which is where the damage comes mm -hmm. in, as as, as because much. of the wrestling element. Wrestling, you can kick yeah. the legs, you can right. kick the body, you can, you know. So um, there's a lot of kicking involved. We're um, in boxing, like Darren said, is is for me. I find like boxing sparring harder than MMA sparring, right. and that's because, like I said, it's constant beating the body, beating the head, and 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 that's it. You know, they only got three minutes, so you can sprint for the three minutes. As MMA, it's um, it's five minute rounds. It's taking yeah. it's a it's a longer round, so you get a lot more time to work. You don't have to mm -hmm. like try sprint the sprint the three minutes, you know. Other other guys that have been elite in this sport. Yeah. You're a world champion. Yeah. It does what's the difference? Why you got a welterweight? In welterweight and boxing's one four seven. Why are you at welterweight and one seventy? There's less weight classes in the right. USA, which right. is a uh, lightweight, yeah, like obviously but lower than that, but let's say lightweight. 
welterweight, middleweight, yeah. mm -hmm. as in boxing, you got like lightweight, light, heavyweight. It's like, I think that that's what put some people off boxing as well. It's a different, there's some different, different weight classes. You don't know who's champion of what. And so one man can hold like four belts and like, it's like a pound individual that's separating you from the weight classes. As in mixed martial arts, it's just like, this is a champion. There's a one guy that got the belt and everybody else is contenders. Is there a lot of strategy? Leon involved in in fighting, yeah, in yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's a art because of the different yeah, disciplines. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's an art yeah. to it. I think for me, I, I compare it to like using using the body as like chess, you yeah. know, like um, especially for submission and um for grappling and for striking and um it's a it's the it's the details that from maybe from, for the naked eye watching it, you think oh, these two guys are just having a row mm -hmm. in a cage, you know, and but I feel like once you you train it or understand the art of it. Is 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 using using your body as a chest to I'm I'm trying to choke you out for example you're yeah. trying to stop me from choke from choking you out but we're, we're both been training for eight so these, <laughs> are the kind of, these are the kind of expressions that get me into the brutality yeah, area yeah. cage yeah, yeah. you know but the goodness, choke you out <laughs> but the but the thing with, with MMA is that if I if I do end up getting your neck and choking you out yeah. you can tap right which right. I, I, I let go of you straight yeah. away and that's it so that's the safety of it. Right, yeah. some people go to sleep if they choose to, but most per, like eight percent people do tap. Um, especially going to like arm bar if you break the arm or whatever. But yeah, obviously it's like a. Is tapping move. quitting? Because someone made that observation the other day. So, <laughs> someone was talking. Someone was talking again, bloody boxing. Yeah. But someone was talking about quitting on a stall. Yeah. And then they used tapping out in uh, UFC. Do you accuse someone that's got a broken orbital and takes a knee and stops themselves in a fight because they're damaged? Right, and I think it was about Daniel Dubois in yeah, boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why don't you then say that someone that taps out because they can't take it anymore is nah, quitting? That's, no, ah, that's two different things, right? A broken orbital bone and you getting choked is two different things, right? Because uh, with a like, well, the principle of not being able to take it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because yeah, yeah. ultimately, if you've got if you've got a damage, whatever the injury yeah. is in boxing, some people do look at that as even MMA. But you as a participant, yeah, do, I, you, do you look at it as someone couldn't cope with it, or do you just go, oh, well, like, the, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it depends on the submission, right? Let's say yeah. it's a choke. If like worst case scenario, you go out. That's the worst case scenario. Um, but unless it's an arm bar or like a shoulder lock or something that can put you out for like a year, because you have to, you're gonna need mm. surgery after it. Then no, you know, because like end of the day, you have to make money. There's a there's a career path, yeah. you know. So let's say someone got my arm bar, but about to break my arm, I'll be like, okay. You know, like you got mm. it. Like fair play. You, um, right. I made a mistake somewhere within the fight, and you end up getting me an armbar or submission. You know that um, I might, I might tap from. You know, when you talk to a lot of these guys, whether it's boxers or cricketers, and in this instance, it was Stuart Broad, the cricketer, who talked about the importance of the mentality um, in terms of what separates people is that it almost becomes once you reach a certain level, mm -hmm. it actually becomes. 90 he says 95 percent mental mental yeah and five percent ability i agree i agree um i think that's the the battle right it's come is controlling the mind i think that's what separates the greats from the good fighters and i was you got to think you have to have a uh, a, a fist fight basically in front of like what millions like of in people sport, though i mean it's all well and good saying you control your mindset in a yeah. non-contact sport right but in a contact sport, in yeah, a combat yeah. sport, yeah. where someone's trying to inflict hurt upon you, what is it? What are the controllables? What is the mental approach? To um, the controllables for me is 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 the the work I put into the gym, right? If I, if I study this opponent, um, mm -hmm. 
I look into it like it's been 10 weeks. I've trained for this one person for 10 weeks, um, two, three times a day. My coaches have studied him. So we kind of like got a gist of what he's going to do, but still you got the mentality as far as like, uh, I don't want to lose, you know? And I think that's what, what, what drives you that you don't want to lose. That you have to get up in the morning and um, get the job done, you know, you get, get your training done. And um, But as far as like controlling my mentality, as far as I'm about to find for millions of fans, the packed arena and families at home watching mm. me. So it's a lot. To, to take on and to go have a, have a fist fight with someone, you know. So uh, I think for me, I just keep reminding myself that I've been doing it for a long time now. You mm -hmm. know, I, I, I was remind myself that it's like, you're, everyone get nervous. Like to this day, I still get nervous, but now I know how to control my nerves. Yeah. And, you know, and channel them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah channel them yeah. Into, into a positive yeah. way more than letting it, letting it eat me what up. What is your mentality when you approach a fight? I was believing mean, believe I'm, I'm the best, you know, and yeah. um, I feel like the work that I've put in confirms that I'm the best and my my wins confirms that I'm the best. Mm -hmm. So the more I win, the more confidence the more confident I get, you know, and the more um when I set out, set out to become more a champion. And now that I achieved it, that solidified what, what I was thinking. That like you are the best, you know, but that comes from hard work as well and what I've what I've done with my team in the in the gym, you know. Do you think the profile in the, in say in the UK because we're not seeing it land on particularly mainstream media right now. Yeah. And we yeah. don't see it. Like, I do a show on Talk Sport, and yeah, we don't yeah. see a section. You'll have a section on boxing, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. don't see a section on MMA. Yeah. You see these numbers growing up, and you see that you hear the pay-per-view buys on significant fights. Yeah. And you think to yourself, well, that is quite significant. Yeah. Um, do you see the profile of it changing? And do you think the profile of it changing will come on the back of people like you? Because there's three, three people from the UK that have won a world title, yeah. of which you're one of them. Right? Yeah. Do you think the more that happens, the more it will move from um, a, a sport that has a lot of eyes on the prize, but isn't quite getting the profile and cachet that perhaps it, enjoy, it should enjoy um, in the mainstream? You don't read about it in the back page of newspapers. Yeah, 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 no. You don't see it yeah. finding itself on mainstream yeah. media, as I've said. Do you think Do you think that will change? Yeah, 100%. I feel like it should change as well. You know, I feel yeah. like having someone like me, Tom, um, Bisping that was yeah. able to capture the world title yeah. and bring it back to the UK. I feel like that will slowly start yeah. show, bringing it to a wider audience that is not just this, especially when you, when you meet us in person, so just just like normal blokes, you know, mm -hmm. like, so like, as in back in the day, it's more like pop brothers, you know, so I feel like we're more, more the more we do, um, hopefully that it will continue to to grow. And how you, you know? do it as well. And, and how I you want do to talk it. to you. I mean, I've, I I have to say, I know it's not going to be a very popular opinion. I find people like Conor McGregor a bit, <laughs> and we'll get into him later on. And I think it's all about representation. Yeah. But I want to get into you now. I wanted to get the framework of MMA and yeah. the different facets of it and where it is and what its positions are. But I want to talk about you now. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about you and you know your journey you're in kingston jamaica yep. your father leaves the family unit yeah um goes to england yeah then brings you over there's a background with your father of a of a culture that is gang culture Very, and the challenges yeah. that go with that yeah. and you find yourself in that space and then you have an ultimate tragedy yeah an ultimate unbelievable tragedy which is your father yeah passed yeah, gets murdered. gets murdered <laughs> yeah. in in croydon my old neck yeah. of the woods yeah tell me about this time in your life and what's going on with you and what mma brought to you because it would feel without me saying it and i'm going to say it and you can yeah. then feed off the back of it that mma is almost a saving grace for you and takes you in a different direction so um yeah i was born like i said born in jamaica yeah King kingston jamaica um 
to, to my mom and dad. I'm quite young. My dad at the time was the leader of the gang in my area where I grew up. Yeah. So obviously from a young age, I kind of like got the gist that, of who you was. was the way of life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of got like the gist of who you was from how people treated me, right? Like how important yeah. it was in the community. And um, he then, he then um, immigrated to the UK yeah. um, to obviously continue whatever he was getting involved in. And He went to Birmingham. He did go to Birmingham yeah. first. Yeah. Um, and then it ended up in London somehow. Yeah. Remarried in London. Right. Um, and then he brought me, my mum, and my brother Fabian um, yeah. to Birmingham to like, obviously get us out of the environment. That we was he a fighter too? My brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he competes in mixed martial arts as yeah. well. And, um, yeah, brought, brought us to Birmingham to try give us a, a, a bit of life. Yeah. You know, at the age, I was about 10, I think. Right. Um, he then sadly also got murdered. When I was um 13 years old, so I had I had him for like three years whilst I was in a new, new country. So yeah, I think at the time it was um a lot to take on for a single parent just coming to a new country. Like you don't know know, know you like also know your ins and out yet. Um, then the your main source of income, which was my dad, was yeah. got murdered. What kind of experience? What kind of effect does that have on you? I mean. Your father gets killed. Yeah, we're all going to lose our fathers at one stage in their life, but there's ways to lose. Yeah, hundred percent, right? definitely. And this is the most extreme way. Yeah, uh, a, a very formative time in your life. What kind of impact does that have on you? Um, a pretty negative impact, you know, because of course I, I, I kind of went through like a phase where I kind of like blaming the world for my yeah for, for my problems, you know, and but because I, I knew what it was it was involving, I yeah. knew that was an option in that lifestyle what he lives, you know, and um. Being born in Jamaica, I've seen death, death a lot of times, yep. <laughs> you know, especially being born in poverty. And um, so, yeah, I kind of obviously bro broke my heart. I went, I went through a stage where I was kind of like blaming the world for my problems. And that's when I got involved in, in gangs in Birmingham. Yep. And um, I went down a, a a bad path following the same stuff that he wasn't getting involved in, you know, and that kind of like to 13 to about 17, 16, 17 is where uh, I'll say like, I went on a, a, a rocky road, you know, and my brother Fabian also was following me um, down this rocky road I was going yeah. down, because he's my little brother, so yeah. wherever I get involved in, he, he normally follows. And um, Because yeah. you seem, I mean, I mean, we've got this epidemic in this country of knife crime and yeah. gang yeah. cultures and all yeah. that goes with it. And you seem a very mild mannered person. Yeah, yeah. To be in that life, yeah, isn't a mild mannered way of life, is it? Yeah. What I said, the most dangerous man in the room is is quiet man. The quietest man is the most dangerous yeah. man in the room. Yeah, mate. Absolutely. I feel the that's me. Says the least. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I feel I'll, like that's I'll, me. I'll, I'll bear that in mind if you go silent, right? <laughs> um, I feel like that's me. But yeah, I feel like because I've been through it, like I know exactly what like, life is about. I've, yeah. From from was born, you know, kind of like been in out of it. I know what it's about. Been around it my whole life, so it's like now I just like whatever, you know. I don't need to. Prove my case. They think I'm like tough or hard. Did um, whatever. Do you? Yeah. I mean, you, your mother's very instrumental in getting you in yeah, very, to MMA. Very. I mean, uh, rumor has it or legend has it that you walk past a DVD shop and above Did. it is a gym. Yeah, and she's encouraging. Is that because she's looking at your life? Yeah, and seeing the challenges that you have, yeah. seeing a pathway that your father has Had. plowed. Yeah, and what happened there? Hundred percent. And this is a, a a way of getting you away. Is that what she thought? Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. She said it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. That that was the. I think she, she like I said, she, she was doing it just to keep me away from the street. You yeah. know, from hanging around the street with my friends and getting into trouble. Because at the time when my when I was younger, like I said, I lost my dad. So my mom had to work. 
Yeah. yeah so now she's now she's working. Now I'm home, yeah. home by myself. Yeah. Me and my brother. I can go yeah. out. I can go out the house. You're a latchkey. Yeah. Key, exactly. Definition. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can go out the house. I can hang around with my friends and get into trouble. And that's yeah. what I was doing. So when she saw the gym in Erdington, um, UTC, that was getting built. She said, uh, I think she tried this out. But we thought it was a kickboxing gym. Mm-hmm. We didn't. I, I didn't thought it was an MMA gym. And um, went upstairs, inquired about the membership. At the time, it was sixty pound a month. I know she couldn't afford it. You know, but somehow she did. And um, yeah, she she, she she signed me up, and I've been there ever since. And the rest is history, rest is history. to some extent. Was it an instantaneous penny drop for you? Did you walk into that environment and immediately get grabbed by it, and then the distractions of the other? crap yeah, yeah let's yeah. be honest about it getting yeah. involved in gang yeah. culture yeah. And knife crime and all that sort of stuff is not not the direction of travel that that will bring a particularly productive life in the longer game was it an instantaneous sort of I okay think, yeah it was a journey it was a journey for sure for what what kept me in the gym at the start was the positive reinforcement i was getting from the coaches right which i feel that's all, that's what i was missing um, at the time, I was getting in trouble from my friends, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's like good. My friend was telling me battle was good, right? Yeah. So when I go to the gym, um, when I was doing like, while in, while in my in my classes, the coaches come up and be like, oh, I'm like, you're good, like, you should like yeah. stick to it, you should. And as a, as a kid, that's like, like, keeps you like, oh, like. It's a validation. Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. It's a validation that I was looking for. And do you think, do you think, I mean, that I suppose the question is an angry kid, but when you look back and think about this young kid that's in a culture, that's lost his father mm-hmm. as a result of that culture, yeah, and and all the challenges that go with it, and a, and a, and a, and, a, and a mother that's having to work to keep food on the table, yeah, and and putting you in a space where it costs money to go to this, and you know it's not affordable, yeah. What's driving you? What 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 is the psyche that brings that's, you? Is it is it anger? Is it an outcome? Yeah, is it yeah, an yeah. opportunity? This is my way out. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I feel like this, this is my way out. You know, I feel yeah. like I can use this opportunity to, to change my family projection. Yeah. So I feel that's what, that's what motivates me now, you know. Even at that stage in your life, that's what you thought? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Even as a 17-year-old kid, you know, I thought, okay, maybe I can use this now to give my mom a better opportunity at life. I can give my, my family a better opportunity at life, you know. And um, that's what kept me get up in cold mornings and run. That's what kept mm. me going that's to hard. driving force. Yeah, that's a driving force. Well, to this day, it's, it's a driving force, you know, to just to leave my family better than how I came into it, you know, and that's um, that that that's my main motivation. Was it was it easy for you to pull yourself away from I'm the right, culture? No, 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 definitely not. Definitely no. not. Like I said, all my friends was involved in it. I, yeah. I was involved in it, so it took a little while. Yeah. But like I said, the more I was into the gym, the more the more I did in the gym, yeah. um, the more I wanted to be there more than being on the street hanging around, you know. Given given that you've learned so many life lessons and it's changed the direction of travel for you. Yeah. And the culture of it seems to be part of it and the yeah. disciplines that is required to yeah. be an excellent participant in it. What would you, what lessons would you take from that to tell your son about his approach to life? Um, just saying that sky's the limit. That is not where you start, it's where you finish. And if you, if you dedicate yourself to anything you want to do in, in, in life, you can, you can achieve it. But for, for you to get there, you need to, obviously I'm a believer in God, so you have to put God first and you, you should also, um, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of discipline. It's going to take, take a lot of time, a lot of sacrifice that this is what, but that's, this is what makes a man and, um, this is what makes you um, where, where you want to be. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, to this day, I drill, I drill into his head. I got a boy who's 10 years old. Um, he does mixed martial arts as well. Which is why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does um, jiu-jitsu. He does um, wrestling. Yeah. Um, would, would I want him to compete? No. Um, you don't want him to compete? No, no. Why? 
it's a hard game, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a hard way to, yeah. to make your money, and um, I'm taking all the punches for him right now, so mm-hmm. that I can, like I said, put him in the better situation where he can then um, go on and do whatever he wants yeah. to do, you know, and have different choices, different choices in life. It's um, it strikes me as a a culture in your sport, and the reason why I say this, and we're going yeah. to talk about the people around you and the inspiration that you draw from them. This is right, isn't it? That the gym that you're part of yeah. has a culture about the way it expects people to operate. Yeah. And if you get ahead of yourself, if you get big time, they're not interested in having you in that environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like that. That seems to me to be quite unique. I mean, I think I've, I've heard it right, that people of quite significant, or an individual of quite significant talent yeah. has been turfed out of your gym because yeah. his level of... Um, involvement in himself and how good he thought he was yeah, and what he yeah. was and wasn't yeah. didn't fit in with a culture. What, no. what, what's that about? Um, like, like, like you said, like my gym is to this day. I still like if I'm late to the gym. So basically, the rules on the gym: if you're late, you're clean. You yeah. clean the mats, right? So to this day, um, if I'm late in the gym, I'll as a get world t- yeah, as a, world as a champion. champion. Yeah. I was like, what more do I need to do to like not clean? <laughs> but like I said, that's a culture in the gym, right? And it, yeah. it, it, it teaches the younger um, guys coming under you that respect. You're not, yeah, respect. Yeah. Um, I know that you're not bigger than the gym. You know, yeah. you're not bigger than um, what's going on here in the gym. And um, I feel like some people come to the gym, they're kind of like, um, they think it's all about them more than. It's about the gym and the mm-hmm. team, and um, we're, all, we're all working to achieve this one goal, which is to be world champion where I'm yeah. at. And um, that we all got it, like one hand wash, washes the other, basically. And you have to, you have to be disciplined. You have to have manners. You have to, if, if you're late, you're clean. If it's a great culture, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I feel like it's a great culture. Yeah, I feel like even as like I said, the level I'm at now. I'm still I still abide by them rules, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I feel like that's a keeps me grounded. That's what makes me more relatable to the guys in the gym that, okay, if he's doing it and he's at this level, I can also keep the same attitude, whatever uh, achieving in life, I can keep the same attitude, be disciplined, have manners, like, and I can still be a great person. I don't have to like become world champion, become like a, a dick, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can still yeah. like, I can still, yeah. you know what I mean? I can still be a, a normal man, you know? And I think that's a great culture. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that's a great culture. How how fundamental and how important is and how do you go about putting together the team that work in your corner? What are the key things that make it work for you? Um, so for for my team, I've been in my team since I started mixed martial arts. So it's it's been the same team. You know, Dave Lovell. Yes. Yeah, Dave Lovell. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my head coach. I got obviously my my striking coach Henry. Um, my wrestling coach can be uh, my right. jiu-jitsu coach Brad. So these are all um, Birmingham guys. That and what are these relationships like? Uh, far as well, you uh, I, I understand that all uh, yeah, responsible for different arts. disciplines, yeah, 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 yeah. but the communication, the reasons why you chose them. These are personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. these are people that are going to produce yeah. the end product. Yeah. that you're going to defer to at times. It would seem. Yeah, that you're going to put to some extent, maybe your life in their hands. Yeah, yeah. So it's a unique relationship. So when you were alighting upon these, yeah. What was it about these personalities? Um, I think just like blends blending with mine, right? They they they're honest with me. Yeah. First of all, you know, like they won't blow smoke at me and just tell yeah. me that I'm great when I'm not great. Like for example, if I go to the gym, if I, if I have a bad performance in the gym, they'll tell me like today are you tired or something. Like they 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 they'll tell me to, for me to be the best best me. You know, yeah. like uh, some coaches, could you could you pain them? They'll they'll basically tell you what you want to hear. You know, so I feel like for these guys, because they've been with me from for for so long, that they 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 see me when I lost, they see me when I win, they they, they know my ins and out. You know, so um, I think that's probably why I, I keep the same team. I don't. Tr- Have you had them all along? All, all along, right? You know, um, right. I'll separate me me few like later on later stages, but no less than eight years. 
you know so um i've had opportunities to, to offers to go to america to train or mm -hmm. other places to train because i was like no nah, i want to stay in birmingham and train because this is my my team you know and um so yeah i feel like just like make, make keeping me accountable you know and like right. um they're, they're, they're honest with me um it's like a family you know i feel like that's what um i like in in your space given there's multi-disciplines and multi yeah. and different voices how how important is the dynamic between you is it this you absolutely you are the sum of all your parts and that without your trainers you do not get to the levels that you need to get to like i say it's, it's a team sport until it's time to fight for yourself yeah you know and then you're on your yeah, own. yeah yeah then, then you're your own you know uh to compete for yourself but before that in, in the week i'm probably training like 30 people different people in right. a week you know just far as like and that doesn't that, that doesn't have mixed messages or or, or or mixed i mean everybody sings nah, the same it's, hymn shoot yeah because all about me right and like, right. All, all, all the coaches with banks of each other so everyone's on the same ball game for how we should approach this specific fight you know so each fight is different our, our approach it and um for me what 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 keeps me like not as bored is because I get to go to my kickboxing gym one day. I get to go to my right. wrestling gym one day. Right. So not just like in this one place. So it's variety. Yeah, yeah. In this one place for years and years. But it doesn't confuse the message. No, no, no. no. And does and because when I mean, you're considered to be a striker, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so that doesn't the the wrestling side of the of the dynamic doesn't get marginalised in the pursuit of your strengths. No. No. And nothing compromises one over the other. Yeah. They yeah. all work in sync and they in all sync. produce a coherent yeah. outcome. Yeah, yeah. For a specific fight, For right? A, so it depends and, on who I'm fighting. And, and, what, and is there a... So do you strategize each fight based upon your opponent? Yeah. yeah. And so then you look at the balance of what's likely to win the fight yeah. and then put the emphasis on that. On that, yeah. So maybe it's like, um, for this fight, I need more wrestling. So maybe I won't right. do... I'll, I'll put more rest up, up front. Right. Then all the coaches that like follow point, the lead, yeah. and then maybe it's a small striking fight. Okay, let's put yeah. a striker coach up front, and everyone like kind of like work around him to make right. sure that what what he's saying is gonna work, you know. And and then the defense we would rest and everything. So I feel like everyone like there's no egos right in my mm. team, so no like nobody cares about having front yeah. for this fight. That's you. For that well, fight, your gym doesn't allow it, does it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like we got, we got a great thing going on in Birmingham, you know. Um, so <laughs> you're now landing UFC and the dimensions are going to start to change now because yeah, UFC yeah. is real grown up stuff yeah, you know, with yeah, Dana's yeah, opportunities definitely. right yeah. um, but you lose your first pro fight in Brazil yeah. and what was that like heartbreaking heartbreaking it's like you work so hard to get to this um, stage um, then you 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 got to the mountain and then just fall off straight away yeah. in my head this is what right. I'm thinking you know like oh like got to this opportunity that I've worked so hard for and I, I lost my first fight in Brazil, and um, I just remember, I just remember going there thinking, uh, it's like a big stage, right? Yeah. The first fight, I'm like, I put this, all, this, all this pressure on myself that you need to win, you need to win. It's your yeah. first fight, and um, sadly, I, I lost um, a split decision um, to Claudio Silva, the Brazilian. Why did you, you think know? you lost? I thought I won it, but like I said, he got the nod. Was it a step um, up in levels that you weren't quite at that at that level no, at that time? No, it just was. Yeah, you, that that's what wasn't my night. Right. It wasn't my night. Like. To this day, I don't know why I lost, you know, and the, the fight after that, I got like an eight second knockout, which is the fastest knockout in I know, in I know, history. I was going to say to you, how damaging was it? <laughs> yeah. And the answer you know, was, I knocked the next fellow out yeah, in six seconds. You know what I mean? So, so it's can't, like, can't have been that damaging. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was what, 2011? Um, yeah, I think so. 2011, yeah. right. And I'm going to take you forward a little bit now, because in 2022, 
you fight Kamara Usman, Kamara, yeah. but you've already fought him in 2015 and he's beat you. And he beat right? me, yeah. There is this, this clip of you that's gone viral and the conversation that you have between yourself and Dave. Yeah. And this appears to me to be such a pivotal moment in that set of circumstances. Yeah. Because, as I say, and, and just correct me if I'm wrong here, yeah, right, yeah. in terms of it's going the same yeah, way. Yeah, right? yeah. You lose the first fight to him in 2015. Yeah. You fight him again in... in, in so, okay. So well, I you, you said yeah, yeah. yeah. So I fight him again in, in, in Utah, um, yeah. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is a very... Um, it's a high altitude um, right. in Salt Lake City. So you're so, going to work hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, that means the air is thin, so you're not getting as much oxygen into your lungs, yeah. so your body can't function, function as much. And um, But... Going into it, I'm thinking, okay, do I, I don't really believe in it, you know? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> like, if, 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 if I'm fit, if I'm fitting in Birmingham, I'm gonna be fit where no. wherever we put me in the it, world. It's different, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I learned, I learned the hard way. So, <laughs> anyways, I got I got the camp in Birmingham. I went out there about ten days early just to try climatize to it. Yeah. <laughs> but from doing studies after the fight, that you need to be there for like at least six months to like for your body to 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 adjust. But um, Kamara was in trains in Colorado. Which mm -hmm. is um seven seven thousand above sea level. Yeah. So like it's four thousand. So his body is completely used to the altitude. Um in Birmingham, there's like one hundred, there's nothing there. It's right. flat, Birmingham. Um so yeah, I went there. Anyways, I won the first round. Um from that, my body kinda just like for some reason shut down. Um mm -hmm. I, I could think what I wanted to do, my body just wasn't reacting. Couldn't execute. Yeah, it, it wasn't 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 reacting. Um until the fifth round when Dave woke me up and be like Well that's what I was gonna ask you because, <laughs> but the physical but, but the fact is it's the psychological approach to that is one thing. Yeah. But it's a real physical manifestation. Mm -hmm. If you can't get the, the oxygen into your lungs, your lungs you require, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're struggling, right? Yeah. Very and yeah, you're yeah. still having that. Yeah. But in the fifth round you get this um well, I can only describe it as a call to action. Yeah. But which is which is an absolute concentrating of one's mind. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read it for the purpose of just refreshing yeah. people's memories, which is yeah. sit down, sit down, you've got to get fucking lively now, Leon. Yeah. You're too down, you're letting them get control of you too much. You've got to get your hands going. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Uh what's wrong with you? You're too fucking down, you've got to fucking pull it out of the fire, Rocky. Come on now. What does that speech invoking you that changes the direction of travel because you're going into the fifth round it's yeah, shit or bust round, now yeah. isn't it yeah you fought this fella before he's beat you you're fighting for a world title now yeah. this is yeah. it yeah this is the moment that a 17 year old kid a 13 year old boy 17 year old kid all the background all has been built to this moment you're going to win a world title or not yeah and perhaps be someone that doesn't win a world title so you're here yeah, yeah. Right? that speech <laughs> some would say I, I don't think it is but some might say well that's a bit brutal Nah, that's There's no like, mucking yeah, about yeah. in that speech. Yeah, yeah. What, what, well, that's what, someone that cares, right? That's someone that that um is is been with me through the journey. So he kind of like he knows how good I am, right? So he, from he, he was watching the fight, I was the corner of me watching the fight and thinking like, what's going on with him? Like he's not doing what he was doing in the gym, for example, you know. So just more just about because he knows me so well that he knows how, how to talk to me, how to wake me up, and mm -hmm. um it kind of. It kind of just like like calm my mind. At the time, my my, my brain was like <gasps> trying to get oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to get oxygen. I was kind of, my mind was was racing ahead of me, you know. So that, I think that speech just like brought me back into into the moment and be like, okay, like okay, just calm down. Like you, you, you felt. But it's him. a remarkable yeah. transformation. Isn't it? You've gone out and knocked yeah. the fellow out. 
cold. In the next round, cold. Yeah, cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just get the emphasis on there, cold. <laughs> yeah, cold. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that speech definitely helped. Yeah. It definitely woke me up. It definitely refocused me. Um, going into the fifth round, knowing that I needed to go out there to get the finish. I was down on scorecards. Um, I needed to finish him, and um, that's, that's what I did. But take me to the stall. I, I want to go to the stall with you. And by that, I mean you're sitting there in the yeah. fourth round. Yeah. You know that the challenge that you've got is not that you can't beat this fella, is yeah. that your body isn't responding the way no. you want it to because yeah. of the lack of acclimatization. Yeah. What goes through your mind? What What is happening at that moment in time that then propels you from being told that you're losing a fight, knowing yourself that you're struggling yeah. respiratorily, and knowing yourself that you've got one opportunity to rectify that, yeah. Are you are you are you are you are you feeling beaten up at that time? Are you damaged? Um, no, not 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 physically, not damaged. It's more frustration with myself, right? Thinking, oh, you work so hard to get this opportunity, like it means so much to you, and, and it's slipping through your fingers, you know. And yeah. that's that that's what was challenging in my brain going on, you know. And um, just when Dave like so like 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 you said like sit down like wait what like what are you doing like yeah. what's going on you know and um that kind of like for some reason kind of just like brought me back into reality like like we're here now and just like what just... are you hearing are you hearing i mean we're we're hearing the language and people are going is that a bit i don't think it is. i just think it comes nah, nah, to, nah, I think nah, language nah. gets used right yeah, 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 yeah. um what, I mean, what does it do I'm to not really you hearing. As a i'm more i'm more like envisioning like my 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 life, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm envisioning my my goals in life. I'm envisioning my my, my mom. I'm this is what I'm envisioning yeah. to like calm my brain down. Like you need to do this for the, like for them, you know, right. and for that, and for whatever your 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 why is in life. The why I want why I want to achieve this goal. That's what I'm what that's what I'm, I'm envisioning, you know. And um, obviously Dave, when Dave shouting at me, um, and just telling me like what's what like calm down, like just you need to go out there and finish him. I was thought, in my brain, I was thought, okay, just like, just slow your mind down, just yeah. relax yourself um, and go out there and, and and get the job done, you know, and um, I was able to do that. I've do you, done feel, this do you feel like a world champion? Yeah, 100%. What does a world champion 100%. feel like? Me? I'm joking. <laughs> 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 um, just the cementing your confidence in yourself. Yeah. You know, it, it cements um, your, your thoughts that you had for yourself, that you are who you say you are. Yeah. You know, and um, I think that's what for me. That's what makes me um, a world champion. And the confidence they say they say that your confidence grow. Yeah. Once you achieve something in anything, it could be a business deal that you wanted to close, and you, you it's could, confirmation. Yeah, isn't it? confirmation. Mm -hmm. You know, like you are that guy. You know, I feel like that's what being a world champion does. You know, it confirms your it confirms for your team that they're doing the right job. They confirm mm -hmm. they they grow. It confirms to me that I'm a I'm on the right path, so my mentality grows. So it's like confirmation, right? That um, breeds um, more success for the team and for for me and for everybody else. You know, you've defended it twice now. Yeah, um, which in its own right has uh, further substance behind it. Yeah. And, and and records attached to it. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Again, this doesn't steer it easily into it for you, I suppose, because of the gym culture. But do you do you see yourself as a bit of a trailblazer? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I said, I, I was a, even though <laughs> you hate when I say this, but even though Michael Bisping did win the belt, he won mm -hmm. it from being in 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 the states for like ten years, then he won the belt. You know, um, I did it from Birmingham, which for me, I feel like it, it touches the the youth in the UK different. Because then now they can believe that they can also win the belt from the UK. Yeah. Then Tom went on and did it from Manchester, so I feel like the more we 
were able to win bouts coming from the UK, mm -hmm. living in the UK. I feel like that will only grow the sport more. It only push the kids um, into it more. And um, so yeah, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm a tra trailblazer, and I can I can see my influence um, amongst the the mixed martial arts community in my gym and around the world. You know, what what do you want to achieve? I feel like it's gonna be my, my aim now is to be the best of all time. You know, I think right, right. now, right now is is GSP. His name is Justin Pierre. A welterweight at the welterweight. Yeah, yeah. a yeah. welterweight. Um, he's the best welterweight of all time, in my opinion. Right. Um, so I'd like to beat all his record right now. I think he's on like six. His record is sixteen wins in a row, and like whatever title. Because you want to run a thirteen. Yeah, right? yeah, thirteen. You know, so it's not going to uh, be thirteen unlucky, is it? <laughs> No, Never. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> no, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just want to achieve all these these little numbers I got to hit, and then once once I achieve all my goals, then be the best of all time, retire and walk off the sunset. Mm, yeah. The way that MMA gets promoted, yeah. and the obligations upon people. Um, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, I don't think you like media commitments very much um, or like becoming I first of all you're a very intelligent yeah, lad and you yeah, speak very well yeah. so it surprises me that you have a sort of little bit of a resistance to the media is that right um a little bit a little bit i think it's more just about the it's like doing 10 media obligations a day is what i don't like because right. by the time 10 point you're kind of like burnt that's out what the juice yeah yeah that's yeah, what yeah. Gets everybody exactly paid. gets it going and yeah. um so I'm, I'm kind of trying to get a gist of it now like conor McGregor, for example he's a great he loves it he's a great salesman and you can Keep the same energy for every interview, yeah. and for me, it, it took me a, a longer time to be comfortable in front of cameras. You know, it took me a longer time to be like be able to talk and. Well, you're there now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm here now. Yeah. I, can, I can relax yeah. and talk and can um, with different people, with different cultures, and and everything. You know, so now it's like, um, but yeah, it's also it's my favorite part of the job. You know, but um, I know that has to be done, and I get it done. You know. Do you think? Do you think? I mean, look, everyone's got to play the game. I used to hate the media. Yeah, which is an, <laughs> an irony that I'm in it now to some extent. I say, yeah, yeah. it's not about being in it; it's about how you operate whilst yeah, in it. Yeah, That's my get-out yeah, jail yeah. card. They're there, and yeah. media can be a, a, a magnificent thing, and it can also be a divisive thing. Yeah, and it's a wonderful tool to be utilised to create what you want to create from it. Do you think, in any way, that maybe your lack of appetite for it in the past? might have held you back. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, like I said, Darren Till, for example, he, he was he's a perfect perfect example um, of using the media to prepare your career yeah. faster, you know? Um, so I feel like, yeah, it, it definitely held my back at, at times. I can I, I can admit that, you know, but I can't, I feel like if, if I do too much, I feel like it's out of my shower, I don't feel comfortable with like shouting, just like picking fights, random fights mm -hmm. and, um, as someone like Darren Till was, and I feel like that was kind of um, not his downfall, but it was, kind of, it was kind of you got pushed so quick that once 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 you're at that level, now you have to like maintain maintain um, fighting all these tough guys, and mm. he wasn't able to like build his, his skill set didn't match with his the way he was talking. If you know what I mean. Well, you yeah, got yeah. into a, an altercation, didn't you? We did, yeah. Um, We're good friends now, though. But yeah, fine. But what happened there? <laughs> Uh, it was just more just like ego, right? It's more just about, I, I believe I was the best in the UK. Um, he believed at the time he was the best in the UK. Yeah. Um, they was pushing him as he was, as he thought, they thought he was the best in the UK mm -hmm. as well, you know? So um, that that's, that was it really, just more about like, he, he's the best in the UK, you know? But didn't you get into a fight with Masvidal? Masvidal, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. backstage. That, yeah. Um, that was just, I don't know, that's just a, a, a weird one for me. Um, 
I don't like him. I've never, mm. never really liked him. And we got going to like a, a little backstage brawl after the fight. Right. And um, yeah. What, do, do you look back on that with any regret? Or do you go, nah, fuck him. He was what he was. And I told him. And I yeah, 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 yeah. Therefore, fuck him. That's the same energy. That's the energy. Even though like, you can say like, we'll work together. Like, you can say that. But there's people that you won't like, right? And he's, he's one guy I don't, I don't really like, you know. When it comes to promoting a fight, I mean, there's a lot said, right, yeah. in promoting fights. And most sensible people know that it's a lot of brouhaha sometimes yeah, and yeah. hullabaloo, right? And people say things. And we've seen things like Deontay Wilder in boxing talk around yeah. saying things, I want, to, well, I want a body on my record and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then we get into the territory of what was said to you yeah. by Colby Covington, yeah, right, which seems to me to be beyond the pale. 100%. I don't know how you can process that. I mean, do you mind me saying what it was? Yeah, yeah sure. Right? He talks about taking you into the seventh realms of hell yeah. and telling you to say hello to your dad. Yeah. Now, that to me is yeah. a beyond the line. Yeah, that's like the lowest of law, right? What was your reaction to that? Um, Just anger. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, took, it, took, it took a lot for me to um to calm down. But initially, just like... like not where they draw the line, just like just it shows up what 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 our person he is, you know. He's just like a a scumbag, I would say, you know, yeah. to to use that to sell a fight. When it when it's through that low, um, I think just show what what type of human being you are, and um, yeah, I was, I, I don't believe they should use the death of someone's parents or no. any, anyone to to sell fights. There's no there's no yeah. there's no, yeah, there's there, no substance. Yeah, in there, there's nothing in it. You yeah. know, I feel like, yeah. um, so yeah, it, it therefore. Um, anger and it, it took a lot for me to refocus my brain and calm down and just believe that he, he's doing it just to draw me out mm -hmm. so I can go out and then fight fight his fight. Um, I'm assuming Dave Lovell was a part of concentrating yeah, your mind. I'm a mum as well. Yeah. You know, like I was yeah. I, I to form a mum and um, got, I was like like shaking with anger, mm -hmm. you know, just for the, the fact that um, that went on and obviously the, the USC did a great job of keeping us apart so I wasn't able to mm. see him or get to him before the fight and um, so yeah talking to my coaches my mom, and everyone because like, like just like just like calm down and just like don't don't play into his ends you know like don't go out there emotional mm. and start like scrapping with him because he's been playing to his, his game plan you know but does it help? I mean, there's always this question in combat sports because it's business, right? Yeah, yeah You don't yeah. hate people. No. You've got there in your way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. the business that you're in is stopping somebody and the, the weapon that you do it with is with pain and hurt yeah. and inflicting people the desire not to be part anymore when they're submitting or getting knocked out as a result of it or judges making a decision based upon that you were a better man in the yeah. five rounds. Yeah. But does it help to have that distaste and dislike? It makes it easier to fight him. Yeah, it makes it. Um, you look forward to to hurting him. You know, I feel like it, mm -hmm. it definitely helps. As far as um, yeah, it, it gives him more that uh, like I want to like 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 physically hurt you. You know, like um, so I think it definitely helps. As far as like competing wise, um, does it help for selling the fight for me? No, because I feel like you shouldn't do it. It's, mm. There's a line. There's some yeah, I think there's like as yeah. a man anyway, it's just there'd be a line that yes, wouldn't cross like kids, mm. like dead pet, like relatives are like that's not. In anything, even on the street, that's like, you don't do that. I'm going to ask you about personalities. Yeah. I'm, I can't find myself. I'm going to talk about Conor McGregor. And I don't, I just, it's, for me, I don't like what he represents. Yeah. You, he's in your sport. Yeah. He is a huge name, whether he's fighting now or yeah. whether he comes back. Yeah. His legend travels before him. Yeah, 100%. What's, what's, and he is the ultimate self-promotionalist, right? What's your view on him? 
for me, I think he's, he's great for the sport. I think he's therefore brought the, the sport forward for us, like, um, to the casual fans. Right. Um, of some people, he's like a, he's one of these guys that you even like him or don't like him, you know, so he is who he is. But for us, like a, and what, you, what what he's achieved in the sport as well, you can't take away from him, you know, he did become the first ever two division world champion, you mm -hmm. know, so, but even though he talk all this shit, he, he is actually a good fighter as well behind it, you know. Sure. And, um, for the sport, it definitely helped the sport. It definitely, it didn't take nothing away from it. It definitely gave more for us like pushing it for the, for the mainstream. Um, so, yeah. Because I just look at it and it's me me being me. Yeah. I look at some of the shit that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. And some of the things <laughs> that he gets involved in. Yeah. You know, and and I just don't think it helps the look of the sport. Yeah. You know, when you've got people attacking a UFC bus yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of these things, yeah. I think it hurts the sport. I don't think it helps it. Yeah. Um, and I just wondered yeah. what you thought. Um, I can, I can You're see an admirer yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not an admirer of this. I, I can, You're I can, not an admirer <laughs> of this. Oh, no, okay. no, like for me. Coming to my world. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm judging him from the competitive part mm. of it, right? The self-promotion part of it. I'm not yeah. just, like, his personal life is his, his own, own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like mm. I'm sure there's other people that in boxing or in football that's doing yeah. weird, weird yeah. shit. You know, yeah. so it's like but I'm talking to you about UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah but for so, me, yeah. I, I, I couldn't give two shits about his personal life. You know, it's no. more just about what he's achieved in the in, in the game. His self-promotion part of it, like each of their own. Like that's what you want to do. That's is not my mate. So like, mm. it is what it is. Eh? Dana White. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by Dana. I've seen him do various interviews. Yeah. He's a man of significant substance and great yeah. vision. He's been so instrumental in the direction of travel. What I mean, what's what's your views on what Dana White's done? Because it's very unique, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you, we watch this mixed bag world of boxing. Do you like boxing, by the way? I love boxing. You yeah, I watch yeah. boxing on MMA. Do you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Which is weird, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I, was, like, I like the history of boxing as well. You know, yeah. so like even when I'm in training camp, I kind of like draw from like the old fighters, the the Hagglers and the, uh, like Hearns and because yeah. there's history Sugar behind it. Yeah, the, yeah, Duran, the, the yeah. history behind it. So I can like mm. kind of see their path and stuff. So probably that's probably why I draw right. boxing more than MMA right now. And yeah. people will do it in years to come about you. Mm -hmm. when they're looking at UFC. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, that's probably why. But it's a straight... The reason why I say Dana is because he's really head cook and bottle washer. Yeah. He determines... He's created the format. He's created the structure. He yeah. is almost pivotal to how everything happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously in boxing, you've got WBC, WBA, IBF, WBO, yeah. IBO, and you can go yeah. on through Alphabet City, yeah. can't you? Um, but do you think it's... And I, and I know you're going to be careful with it because, it, because <laughs> like, how too many. Are you wearing it? It's your bread and butter. <laughs> do you like it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um, but do you, do you think there's a danger that it's a bit of a monopoly being created by him? I know we've got, you know, other other yeah. um, scenarios Probably coming not, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the the PFL, PFL guys, and uh, Bellator, you know, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people of that nature. Does it does it feel like it's the right structure, given that you've got a man picking who fights every, who decides who's mandatory, yeah, how yeah. this works, and who fights who and when. Um, a, a little bit. I think I feel like it does help the sport. Far as like the best fight, the best, right? Right. Uh, as in in, in boxing, because there's so many IBOs and WB. There's so many different um, organizations that it's, it's difficult to get the best to fight the best because there's so much business within the way. When with the UFC, number one normally fight number two. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so you kind of get like a, 
you see more entertaining fights because all, all the top guys fight each other. We don't, mm -hmm. we don't have to wait for like five years for them to fight. You know, like if you're number one, you're the best. You're number two, you're the best. Let's see who's, who's number one then at the end of it. And so that's what I, I like about the USA that no, the best fight the best. Is it transparent? I mean, is, is mandatory based upon merit or, po or upon whim? I mean, you're saying the best fight the, the best. And yeah. that is an observation that's often made. Yeah. But there's also a perspective because... Dana is so omnipotent yeah. and so controlling yeah. that he decides what's mandatory. Not really. Not really. No. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not really. That's not that's not, that's not how, how you see it. No, 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 that's not how no. it works. Um like for for example, number one won't fight number ten because Dana says, you know, it just doesn't make sense for the division. You know. But you just fought Colby Covington and he's number seven. Yeah, but he's been um been in the UFC for so long is there's no one else to fight there's, there's right. kind of go down the ranking and think okay maybe number two just fought so he, he won't be fit and ready to fight in April right. you know what I mean so they kind of go down, go down the list and see who's who's available and who's in the south Kobe's in the south because come on and talk but shit. as a fighter you don't think you're quite comfortable and quite clear um, and obviously it's the hand that feeds you to some extent so you will be <laughs> but you're quite comfortable and quite clear that yeah. the transparency the validity the authenticity and the integrity of it is passes the sniff test the best no, fight well, the business, best business right like, yeah, so I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't like yeah. i was a business business so the 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 to put the best fights to make the best the most money also you know so but normally in the usa i say the best fight the best number one number five number two a lot's going on in 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 the world of crossover stuff and obviously we're seeing it and we've seen my mate connor go in against floyd mayweather yeah um, and we've seen it more recently with Francis Ngannou. Yeah. We've seen other stuff, which I don't admire, which is, which is. Nate Diaz going in against Jake Paul and stuff like that. Yeah. But what's but, but that's my opinion. Your opinion is far more important on this because yeah. it's your world, it's your space. What do you think about it? What do you? Where, where do you stand on crossover fights? Did, did you think he beat Fury, first of all? Did he 41, Fury? Francis and Fury? What, what was your opinion on it before? Um... I think it was nip and tuck. Yeah, yeah. If I, I think that in the in the commercial world, Francis Ngannou couldn't win that fight. Yeah, and by that I mean there was too much money invested. Yeah, in investing Fury. Fury to like for, for in, the, the in the world of boxing, I think it was nip and tuck. Yeah, if Francis Ngannou had got it, yeah, I don't think anyone could have been complain. outraged. Yeah, and if Fury got it, I think you can just about swallow that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, definitely. That's that's probably what my thoughts on as well. But yeah, I thought Francis competing against Fury. I think it, it shows that um, the higher level strikers in mixed martial arts can yeah hang they with can the translate. boxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The YouTube ones is for me is a bit. I don't know. Each of their own, you know. Like I think it. I think it helps boxing. As far as like for the casual audience, for the kids that's watching mm -hmm. YouTube and stuff. I feel like that helps boxing. So, and if they want to get punched in the face to do it, then mm -hmm. fair play to them. You know, I don't think it's taken away from boxing. I think it probably brought more eyes. Helps both, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it 100%. Both, yeah, it? yeah, 100%. Because, they definitely yeah. helps both for sure. But um, I feel like for like the younger generation, I feel like it definitely helps boxing more than UFC, you know? Who's getting a better end of the deal? Between when you stick a crossover fight on and you stick a UFC fighter in there against a boxer, which sport is getting a better end of the deal in your mind? Uh, I think they both help, help each other, kind of. But um, if, I, if, I, if, if I'm watching it, I think it's more um, boxing giving help more than UFC. You know? Do you think it? Do you think it? Do you think it? I, 
I, I thought I didn't think it was a great fight. Not before, not be, before the fight. I tortured Frank Warren repeatedly. <laughs> Why making it? <laughs> yeah, it's a freak show. What you're doing here? This, uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you think that Tyson Fury, that Francis Ngannou, was effective, or do you think that Tyson Fury underprepared? I can only go off what Tyson Fury was saying leading up to the fight. Right, best camp I ever had. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So I can only go off what he was saying and what. Who knows? You know, like he said, he was the best he ever felt, best camp leading up to the fight. Yeah, but that's bullshit. Yeah, but who knows? I got, I got, I got to listen to what yeah. the athletes are saying, right? And who um, knows? I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Francis is a tough dude, man. Like if knows, oh, absolutely. If if you know his story and like his, 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 oh, his I know world, his backstory. Yeah, like his world to win and the resilience and. But uh, but, you stuck Tyson Fury, in the octagon. Yeah, and yeah. the other way around. Oh yeah, Francis. Yeah, but but that's because there's, there's so many different disciplines within mixed martial right. arts. You know, that it probably wouldn't survive around. You know, because we got, got. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's different. That's but different. It should, but I mean, we, in the Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Floyd carried him for six or seven rounds, and then yeah. when when Conor <laughs> gassed, that was the end of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. really what it should have been. Yeah. With Tyson Fury, yeah, yeah. you know, just boxing his head off. Yeah, rather rather than getting himself in a situation where Francis, we all know that Francis can take a punch, and we all know that he Francis can, give can, a hit, punch. can hit hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So what you don't exactly. do is you don't let him hit you yeah. because you're superior boxing yeah. skills. In the same way that in the Oxygen, in your view, that a yeah. boxer wouldn't even last a round. No, not 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 in um, mixed martial arts because there's some different ways to lose, right? Um, if you're a great great boxer, I'll take you down and yeah, you're fish out of water. You're right. So it's like in boxing, cool train boxing anyway. Francis has been doing boxing for however long, you know, mm -hmm. and um. And he's a powerhouse, you know. He's, he's, he's tough as they come, and he's yeah. a powerhouse. So, he he would survive more longer than um, over around, you know. For you, what's left for you, for you to achieve? I mean, is there uh, an ambition for you to fight at Villa Park? For me, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I love for that's like a bucket list. Um, there's a bucket bucket list of venues that you get in your get in your mind as an athlete. Are you a football like, fan? Uh, not really, a little bit. Not really? Yeah. Well, a lot of, and would it be Villa that you supported? Yeah. That's because when I first yeah. moved to the UK, I lived behind the Villa Stadium. At Aston. Yeah, in Aston. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I love to like, as a 360 moment, headline Villa Park back home, um, defend my world title. I think that would be, for me, like the icing on the cake. And um, I want to do M MSG, Manchester Square Garden. Um, oh, you do do? You? Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, I was, I was meant to do it last um want to do Saudi. November. Oh, Saudi. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they pay, yeah, yeah. They pay yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if not, go Saudi. So all these little venues, I love to like just tick off my, my yeah. bucket list and um, I'm just going to the best of all time. That's my my goal right now. That's what's, what's driving me and I get, it, I get it done, you know. Brilliant. Well, listen, here's the thing. I'm now going to spend my time watching your career. So Good I'm going to become... I'm not going to become an MMA convert. You are, you but are. I'm going to look out for you. <laughs> you are, you Listen, are. I've enjoyed it. Thank, no, you thank you for being up front with me. Good man, thank you. Up Front with me, Simon Jordan, is brought to you by William Hill. Future episodes can be found on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. 18 plus, please gamble responsibly.